You're listening to the audio version of Up the Waterfall podcast. If you'd like to watch the video version, head to youtube.com slash Thanks for listening. friends and welcome to episode 10 that's right number 10 of up the waterfall podcast 10, baby. Woo! i am <laughs> your host Susanna, Susanna with my husband scott Hello. as always and our faithful engineer producer extraordinaire christian <laughs> behind right. the scenes <laughs> uh, as mentioned this is episode 10 we've made it through 10 episodes thank you for joining us and listening in or watching if you're watching us on youtube hello Greetings. uh because it is our 10th episode and we've made it so far through the epcot series that never <laughs> ended uh we thought we'd do a fun top 10 list yeah and we are going to do our top 10 disney parks attractions cues that's right that was a mouthful uh you probably have a lot different ones than I do because you have been to the international parks where I have not and we'll see. I've heard tell that the ones in Asia are kind of cool so there are some cool ones there <laughs> um, but we're not going to separate it out by parks I don't think we're just kind of going to lump everything together and see what happens right one thing I did want to say about the top 10 attraction cues is that it could be interpreted many different ways and I guess the way that I interpreted it in this particular case was the to do kind of like a very just a cool space uh some place that would be fun to be um cool to look at uh and not necessarily something that uh um tells the story um of the attraction that you're about to see so uh, cuz mm -hmm. i know that cues can be used for that and, and i know that a cue could certainly fit on either one of those lists but okay. uh, <laughs> we'll have to see if I think mine that's fall kind of into both categories. Going. Oh yeah, so. I mean it could absolutely <laughs> fall into both, and that's totally fine. Yeah, but I was just—we're just kind of doing top ten cool cues. <laughs> That'll be the title: <laughs> top ten cool cues. Ah uh, yeah. Well, that said, I will jump right in and start with my mm. number one cue. Well, not number one. I don't. I don't know if yeah. we're going to go in any order. It doesn't my matter. first one <laughs> is in Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom. New Fantasyland, mm -hmm. setting the scene, and it is the Little Mermaid attraction, which Good one. I believe the technical name is Ariel's Undersea Adventures or something with undersea in the title. I don't know. We'll figure that out on post. Might be Voyage. That's the Disneyland oh, one right. is Voyage of the Little Mermaid, I believe. Oh, no, wait. That was the... <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> well, you know what we're talking about. The one in Magic Kingdom. That's right. Uh, it is one of my favorites because New Fantasyland itself was so ultra-themed when it started. And this is no exception. It has the whole Prince Eric castle area, mm -hmm. which, you know, up until then, we didn't really have too much to go by. We had the, the animated movie, of course, which shows you the outside of it. And some scenes inside when she's, you know, can't mm -hmm. speak. Um, but this kind of brought it all to life, which is always a fun, you know, way to do a Disney attraction when it brings a favorite movie moment to life. Um, in Magic Kingdom, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So you walk in and there is a lot of water features going on. Ah. There's a water rolling underneath you and waterfalls ahead as you walk in. You can see them. Lots of rock work. This is supposed to Love be in work. France on the coast. Um, <laughs> and there is even a little Easter egg tribute to the 20,000 Leagues attraction where That's right. Little Mermaid once well, now stands. That's right. <laughs> 20,000 Leagues once stood. Yes. Our, of the Nautilus. Our poster. Um, <clears throat> I love that poster. We've never talked about it, but that's another time. Anyway, <laughs> it was from Expo one year. Um, so, yeah. And then you go th- inside when the waterfalls end. You're in a little grotto. There's still a mm. ton of rock work. And there's these fun little screens, which aren't huge screens. They're little... Uh, and there's little crabs that are walking across, and they have human things trinkets, with them. If you, trinkets, yeah, things that uh, Ariel would be collecting. And it tells you, you know, on a sign what to do to help the crab out, basically. That's right. Which things he should collect and yeah. which he should not. And I have, you know, great memories of lifting Geo up to see this the screens Aww. because he was so little back then, and that some of them are up <laughs> kind of high. And you have to like wave your hands or do something. That's right. Uh, so that's fun to fill. You know, when we, it first opened, it was there was a long queue for it. There was mm-hmm. a long wait time, and so we experienced every possible corner of that queue. It's very detailed with you know starfish and shells and all sorts of fun mm. things in the rock work. Um, and then as you keep going, you get to another area of the grotto inside underground where Scuttle is sitting there and telling you a story. So if you have to wait there for a while, there's definitely, you know, entertainment to keep you definitely busy. And then if you're walking through quickly because there's no wait time, which is the way it is now, you can still say, oh, there's Scuttle and keep walking. <laughs> um, and then the last area that you get to is right before you get on the ride. But there's actually a room over to the left if you look there when you're oh, walking right. through yeah. that hasn't. I mean, I haven't been on it semi recently, but it's not been open the last, you know, it's probably only many open times when, they're, on. when the line is just crazy. Which I don't even long. know if that happens probably anymore. Sometimes. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> uh, so it's like a little rotunda area, and above you is written, um, painted on the walls, the siren story oh, yeah. kind of tells. Um, Ursula's up there too, so I think it might be the tale of Ursula. I'm not really sure. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but. If you can't get in there because it's not open, I would, you know, ask a cast member if it's not too busy, if you could just yeah, walk over so and pretty. look around. And even behind that, um, the round area, there's like the stairway that goes up to the kitchen area and there's like all the oh, right. cooking supplies and Louis vegetables. And yeah, and you can, you know, hear him <laughs> talking about les poissons. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, and then you get on the ride and it's very similar That's to... Right. California Adventure at that point, and then the ride, of course, is the same. And that actu- that actually takes you kind of to the origins of the queue back when Disneyland first opened, when like they had the rides for Mr. Toad's Wild mm-hmm. Ride and Peter Pan yeah. and Snow White. It was just a painted backdrop that kind of told you the story, and so that's what they have there at the load of that. So yeah. it kind of goes all the way full circle, if you will. Yes. So yeah, yeah that's a good one. All right. Well, I started off with a bang. What's your first one? Well, <laughs> for the first one, I actually am going to go overseas. <sighs> okay. I'm actually going to do a twofer. Oh, all right. Uh, in Tokyo Disney Sea, kind of once you enter the the park, the very the first thing that you see is Mount Prometheus, which kind of houses that whole land, mysterious island, and in there they have two 
fantastic attractions that are all that are separate, but they're kind of right there together, and I'm just kind of lump them into one. Call it cheating, if you will. I don't <laughs> care. There you go. So anyway, uh, they have um, t- the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea attraction and also Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is probably my favorite attraction out there. And so it just has a lot of the original uh, kind of like Captain Nemo steampunk mm-hmm. um a lot of wrought iron, not wrought iron, how do you, like, copperized, I mm. guess, uh, metal and those weird blues and and copper <laughs> colors. It really is amazing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you go into there and... Can't relate. Sorry. Say again? <laughs> I said I can't relate. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, it's okay. I've never but been. You will. Here's this thing, though, isn't that Oh, that's right. This is, is this the car. Is this the blue you're talking about? Well, if yes. you're watching us on YouTube, you can see but this. But, yeah, here's oh. a little car of the uh, the actual car that is from Journey to the Center of the Earth attraction. But you go in there, and it's just kind of like a lot of volcanic rock and uh, exhibits that um, kind of show what they've found in their voyages to the center of the earth, which are some very exotic wildlife and also some books that show you, you know, where, where they've drawn in there, the kinds of things that they've seen. Hmm. And that kind of applies to both sides because on one side they do have uh, that uh, for journey to the center of the earth. And on the 20,000 leagues under the sea, they have uh, kind of a lot of captain Nemo's things uh, there, but just, um, the, the, the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea one, you can see out into the, the water that's in the middle of the volcano and the Nautilus that's in there. Mm-hmm. And the other one is deep within the earth. And eventually you get onto an elevator that goes down, 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 a long, long ways. And then it's just a lot of hissing noises and, and steam and all kinds Punks. of volcanic rock. <laughs> So it's just very, very themed and just wonderful. Hmm. And I can't wait to take you. Someday. <laughs> very soon, I hope. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry I don't have much to add to that. Because no, that's fine. I mean, but, uh, I've seen a few videos, but I've tried not to watch a lot of attraction it's ride It's always videos. fun to be surprised when you finally yeah, get Yeah, because, you know, I've never been. Um, okay, that brings me to my second one, which is probably on your list, I'm sure, which is Tower of Terror. Oh, yes. And I'm speaking, of course, of the one in Disney's Hollywood Studios because California Adventures does not exist. Disneyland <laughs> Paris is a copy of the California original one, I believe, yes? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and then for the most part. Japan's is a completely different storyline with a totally Harrison. different story and I've line. never been there so obviously I'm not going to comment on that I'll one. comment on that a little bit um, but basically I just you know I don't really go on this ride I think I've been on it <laughs> twice my entire oh, life no. I'm not well, one for free fall kind of gravity situations um, but I can appreciate a themed environment and that is it like none other yeah that's you know, a good one so when you walk in of course it feels like you know the lobby of a 19... 19- 30s. Even before you get to the lobby, there's kind of walking through the the gardens, kind of the the old gardens. Yeah, and they used to actually throw a lot of steam in there and mm. uh, mist and steam, kind of just to make it mysterious, especially at night. Oh. It was lit just so. And you'd I hear don't know the if I've ever even been people. on it at night. So 
I guess, yeah, <laughs> since you haven't been on it that many times. Once when it opened <laughs> and once with you and our friend Nicole oh. uh, many years ago. So, <laughs> But yeah, when... They don't do that all the time, but when they do, yeah, Yeah. it's very mysterious just to kind of like walk through that queue. And there's, I think that that is probably one of the places where they have a lot of events that you can do private things. So a lot of people have gotten the chance to see the lobby um, and go, you know, beyond the velvet ropes, if you will, to see more of the dust (laughs) and cobwebs and the details in there. But it's so very detailed and you can look for, you know, names in the register and books yeah. in the bookshelves and essentially and i guess that the lobby is kind of just as it was when that yeah. uh, fateful event happened that halloween night mm-hmm. and uh it's like it was frozen in time but the people they're gone and also some original twilight zone show yes easter eggs in there there's like broken glasses mm-hmm. from that episode um so yeah I mean, I don't have too much else to say about it. because that's a very good one. And then, of course, you know, once you get to the, like, boiler room area, that's a whole different type of theming, but it it still works. It's it's the coolest boiler room I've ever been in. It's usually supposed to be incredibly hot, but uh, Mm, it's actually a good way to cool off. Well, you know, ghosts, I think, make things colder. But, yeah, so even (laughs) just the, the library scene... There's uh, so much fun details in there, and then of course the boiler room. But the, yeah, as you mentioned, the the one in Japan has a whole different story. It's uh, essentially Harrison Hightower's uh, kind of that's his place, and yeah. he's just trying to take all kinds of uh, trinkets f- that he's found all around the world and kind of store them in his place. And so, and of course he's part of the Sea. That's right, Society, the Society of, of Explorers and Adventurers. Yeah. Which we should do an episode on that. You definitely know more than I do on it. But it really is like all across Disney attraction properties or not even like because it's on the cruise line. and Kingdom, uh, the cruise line, Tokyo Disney. Yeah, Yeah, that would be fun. It's everywhere. Maybe that'll be a future. Yeah. But But anyway, he's part of that. Yeah. And so then when you go through after the library, actually the library scene is completely different. That's where they have the Shoriki Otondo (laughs) Uh, <laughs> idol that uh, is kind of placing a curse on that when you know because he essentially took that um, and he shouldn't have and, that, and there's actually a, the coolest effect I've ever seen in any park ever and I still haven't found out how they do it about how Shiriki Atundo in that pre-show. <laughs> Be careful, someone's gonna write in and tell you. And you I don't, don't really want to know, <laughs> but I mean I've even gotten right up close just to see how it works and it literally just disappears in a flash. And I cannot figure it out. And I don't really want to figure it out. But then <laughs> once good. you get through the place where you're about to load onto the elevator, there's all kinds of uh, treasures that he's essentially claimed for his own that are all stored throughout. And uh, each one of the elevators um, on both floors, so I guess since there's three elevators and two floors that you can load onto them, there's like six different pre-show areas that all have different concentrations of treasures. Oh, so, so they're it's different. A very unique thing. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's fun. And then I would, of course, even lump into that um, the newest, the thing, the Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy. Yeah, it does have a fun uh, mission cue. breakout, which mm-hmm. you know they've com- you know they've taken the uh, the original attraction, but put Guardians of the Galaxy in there. And with Tivon, is that his, how you with say the it? Collector, yeah, and all of his treasures, including a hidden figment yes well, i guess has been collected Uh-oh. harold the snowman is in there yeah and but they have <coughs> such amazing crystal clear uh 
screens in there where it shows the guardians and they're about to break out and I guess Rocket Raccoon gets out and he does his little thing in the in the pre-show area and then in what used to be the uh, boiler room there they have all kinds of hidden things too including the abominable snowman from the Matterhorn next door that's always fun to see too yeah so yeah I guess all of that can be lumped in yeah it's sort of one cube, but not really. That's right. <laughs> this right. is how we're going to stretch it out because we each have like 40 things on our list. We, we're trying yeah, I have, I have at least to keep it to probably. 10. We okay. may lose count. Well, then I'll say on the next on my list, and I hope it isn't on your list, is Star Tours. <gasps> it is on my list. Wait, did I say that? I meant to no, say... No, you can, <laughs> you can do that one because I just have a few things to say about it. It's not like, you know... Okay. Which one in studios? Well, that's studios? the thing. There's so many good ones. Uh, uh, well, I only know of you know two, what? and I'll I've never been on the one I'll in tell Disneyland. You why. The the one at Disneyland, I, I think the one at the Hollywood Studios is probably the best one. But the reason that this um, made my list is because of the one at Disneyland, back when the People Mover ride was still operating and it actually went through the queue and that yeah. was just so cool because even though the the space that's in there isn't great uh, meaning it's not super huge it's very tight but they also have the people mover that went through and it's just so fun to see and it actually took me back to uh, adventure through inner space in my younger days when I used to ride that and they had that very you know all it was was just a, a dark ride um just with the Omnimover or the Atomobiles. And you would walk through this small thing, you'd see the mighty microscope and all of the little hidden, uh, not hidden, but um, tiny um, Atomobiles that people yeah. have uh, <laughs> where after they've shrunk. But then still going through that queue was the People Mover. And to me, that was just the coolest thing. And so I would love to ride the People Mover so then I could see all of the, the people in the queue below me and also ride that attraction just because it was very cool. But then when they changed that to Star Tours, they kept the, you know, the people mover was still there mm. and it would go through there. And that was fun too. So that, my memories of that at, at Disneyland is kind of why this one's on my list. Mm. But they also made a very cool queue for Star Tours when it opened and they have all kinds of fun little props and things. You know, they have uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 working on a Star Speeder. And is that the same as the one here? Uh, it's a little different, but they, yeah, I mean, that, that scene is pretty much the same where, you know, cause that's kind of like the showpiece. But then after that, things get a little bit different. They actually had the whole baskets with a lot of props, not, I guess, parts, mm. um, that would have the, the Imagineers birthdays and initials uh, yeah. on there that would kind of track along. And, but recently when the one here at Disney world, uh, changed they they kind of made all kinds of new fun things including that uh the, the luggage yeah inspector lots guy. of yeah he was fun and and then there's stickers on the luggage that are like yeah. for you know little hidden easter eggs for but other uh, things the really cool thing about that uh, the luggage inspector guy is it, he was not really doing such a good job because he's talking to all the <laughs> guests in the queue yes and, and letting he things would be go by. missing all kinds of things that people were smuggling onto the attraction and like you could probably stand there for about 20 minutes maybe 25 minutes and watch that whole thing and, and like each one has like maybe like uh you know hidden things even from like indiana jones or maybe like an ewok i think there's a buzz lightyear 
yeah. doll in oh, one yeah, of them. Oh, yeah, there's tons of things, so. Yeah, I mean, that's why it was on my list, is just those fun little, not so much the first part when you walk in, with it, which is just, like, very Star Wars-y, but when you get to the other section where there's all the little parts, and, of course, Captain Rex is in there now, mm-hmm. too, although he's also over in Galaxy's Edge, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I also have to throw in there, if you will, uh, the one in Tokyo is actually pretty cool, too. Uh, it kind of goes through some different rooms, but then at the end of the ride, when you're kind of going through the exit queue, there is actually a scene where it's kind of like a travel agency that actually shows videos of some places that are the videos from the um, the choose-your-own-ending oh, scenes yeah, I have heard from that Horizons, from <laughs> which was always fun to see. And so... Uh, just even kind of the way that the buildings were made out there is um, just really cool to see. And if you ever get a chance, please go to Tokyo and always ride everything there. Because don't just say, oh, they have a Star Tours out there. It's <laughs> totally the same. No. You've convinced me. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, all right. Well, my next one is going to be like a combo pack situation Ooh, because funny. it's really almost all of Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Ah, um, I think you've I just mean, taken basically, two or three off of my list. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's very little in Animal Kingdom that isn't like ultra, ultra themed. And it's not for the most part uh, like fantastical things. It's like real stuff. Yeah. So when you go through even Kilimanjaro safaris, which mm. a lot of these are the type of queue where people are just shuffling through them so fast. But this is one of those things where, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about Disney details at one point, too. But these are the things that make us fans of Disney parks is because if you were to stop and listen to, you know, what's going on in the queue for Kilimanjaro safaris or look in the little office or read all of the posters, like every single thing. It's essentially an actual uh, tourism office where they would like be taking reservations Mm -hmm. and, and phone calls. Yeah. They just happen to be out to lunch at that exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the safaris, of course, Expedition Everest, which I've only been on once, will not go on again. That queue is amazing. Yeah. But I mean, I've been through the queue a few times, you know, when I rode and with you, um, just to escort you, <laughs> I guess. Right. Um, but the same thing, like it's so ultra themed and like you're building up to the fact that yeah. there's a Yeti that they're trying to find Plus, and I mean, there's, beware there's and all this stuff. There's a whole museum just yeah. of, the, of all of the wildlife and things that are in that area. And that leads to, wait, there was also this one guy who's kind of the protector of the mountain. Yeah. And... He's been wronged in certain times. So that's a case of, you know, the realistic details of where it is supposed to be based on. Oh, yeah. uh, Along with storyline, because it's leading up to, hmm, I wonder if we're going to see this Yeti. I think we will. But yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) we know that Joe Rohde, for example, he, you know, taken tons of trips out to Asia uh, to research for that thing. And. All of that stuff is authentic. Yeah, and if you aren't following him on Instagram, you should be because oh, yeah. he posts them on Twitter too, but you can read, it's very long, usually all the things yeah, yeah. he writes. So you should follow him on Instagram to see the entire captions. Yeah, and he was just in, talking about he's Animal in Bhutan Kingdom. right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, and those details really extend beyond the attractions. They're just everywhere you look, which is why that's one of my favorite parks. It is my favorite park in, um, in Florida, yeah. 
And what else do I have on there? The Safari. There should um, be a couple more at least. So before I get into Pandora, even It's Tough to Be a Bug. Oh, yeah. Which. That was on my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is not a case of, you know, the authentic rest of Animal Kingdom stuff. But, <clears throat> excuse me, it is, there's so many punny puns in yeah. that queue. They're, you know, the Broadway musical posters mm -hmm. that are turned into insect themed names <laughs> which is hilarious yeah it's just really so fun and then also the whole outside part you're going through the um winding yeah. paths of the and tree that, of life that's my favorite part because they've taken you know there's essentially i guess 325 animals all carved throughout the tree and you know you when you see it from afar you see all these fun animals up top but when you go through the queue that's when you see a lot of the detail all the ones carved in the roots yes and uh, the trunks that are you know kind of winding throughout and that's if so amazing if you have a small child and you're worried about them being entertained that's the kind of thing where you're fine oh, in yeah. that kind of queue because you can do you see this do you see this one There's and so they much. can look for a long time to try yeah. to find things they don't need a phone that's a good one um so yeah that's a fun one as well and then of course we head over to pandora mm -hmm. which is a moon not a planet that's right uh but it is themed to that and you know wherever you it's not a huge huge space but the space that it is is very nicely detailed with oh, yeah. exotic otherworldly plants etc um the navi river journey doesn't have as detailed or extensive a queue but it does have yeah. some little things the not little, as much there I, I do like the little um things that they kind of use yeah a little the, talisman or something i'm not like sure what they're yeah <laughs> <Wicker> are, <laughs> um <laughs> but i know it's different but flight of passage is a lot to look at and take yeah, in that was also on my list. <laughs> <laughs> which as you lead up to it on the outside of course you have all of the floating mountains to look at and then there's the rushing waterfall oh, that you waterfall. can stop on the bridge and look in either direction i mean it's a great photo op we've i think almost every time we've ever been on it have just been like you can go ahead go ahead because oh, yeah. we're just <laughs> taking it all in and or taking photos or whatever um so there's that aspect of it where you're seeing all of the things around you and you're really immersed in the theme of Avatar and Pandora. And then, of course, once you get inside, the caves are all decorated and painted. And that's telling you a story of mm -hmm. the uh, Navi people right. and human interaction because you'll see like a giant navi handprint and then a human one huge. next to it so you're kind of getting like if you haven't seen the movies which you know honestly most people going on that ride have not there's a lot of kids that have no clue that's true um but it's kind of giving you sort of a backstory and that the ekron or banshees yes they're i mean honestly before the first time sorry i'm getting sidetracked <laughs> no, the first time we went on that attraction i had no spoilers or anything like that and i remember seeing that giant orange ekron oh, and i was like "Ooh, that's gonna be a bad guy and i went on it and he was he was the bad guy and the thing which he's trying to like knock in. well everyone <laughs> has fun. seen it by now i'm sure um but anyway i love seeing all the little details details and the little like i don't know dream catchery sort of um, items mm -hmm. that are in there and things like that. Those so 
if you do the fast pass on that, you miss yeah. pretty much all of that interior yeah. cave if area. You, yeah, if you do the fast pass, yeah, you might be saving a lot of time, but you're really doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. At least by once you should so much story. Because yeah, I mean the first off, there's the whole when you finally enter into the part that used to be Right. That's um, yeah, we haven't even gotten to that. Yeah, I'll, so then I'll you, you get ahead. to the industrial former um RDA is that who mm-hmm. it is? Right. Company that was there, you know, mining and exploiting the land and the people and all of that stuff. Well, they've it's been I think two decades since I'm not they sure were how there. Long it's Something been, but like it's that. Been a while because you can see. Yeah. So that, nature has taken back over. Exactly. So you'll see the industrial buildings and platforms and things like that, and all of the um, flora has taken back over with mm-hmm. the uh, bioluminescent kind of plants and things like that. So there's not, well, and then at some point you get to it and there's like background noises as well of like the different creatures that you're going to see um, either in there or in the Navi River journey. You can see some of those creatures Mm -hmm. too. And then once you get through all of that nature versus science thing, um, you get to the (laughs) science lab area, which is its own fully functioning area completely separate and that kind of gets you into the mode of okay this is we're going to uh fly yeah where they have (laughs) where they're kind of making the avatars that you will be using and they have the avatar in the tube in the in a water yeah or Um, some watery liquid yeah people call him hank i think which is i've never heard that yeah okay he's probably about nine feet tall but he's yes. kind of lying in a He in was a recently refurbed because people were saying he, you couldn't see him at all, but now he's reopened uh, again. I don't so. see how you couldn't see him. No, like they covered oh, okay. up the whole oh, no. tank thing. Um, you can also, I mean, there's so many details in the little lab yeah, areas and the, all the offices. And things that and, they have and notes in there in yeah. the labs. Yeah. And yeah, then cool. you get to the part where they tell you what's going to happen. Um, and there's like a little map that shows you, you know, like how many... Uh, avatars are out flying around right now and things like that and then of course you know you get on the right and that whole thing is all industrial as well when you get through all the lab stuff but it's industrial in a good way oh yeah it's not not taking advantage of the land yes that way so yeah and that i mean i was saying on one of our first episodes i think that that q and the one for millennium falcon are both very industrial Mm -hmm. so it's kind of strange that they've been like not pretty <laughs> but the flight of passage one you know definitely has its beauty as well because mm-hmm. of all of the weird flowers and things right. like that so also um you could lump into that the Kali river rapids as well um that's a fun part of the queue as well they yeah. have the uh and they have kind of like a temple for the tigers area and all kinds of things for the earth but also goes through the offices of the folks the family that runs that uh, raft shop Mm. and it's just a lot of very intricate details throughout that and also kind of there's a board that shows all the status of each of the different rafts that are out there it's not Mm. quite as comedic as the one out uh, (laughs) for jungle cruise but it's Uh. uh very authentic as well. It's so, been a while since I've been on that one. Yeah, you definitely could lump that into that group as well. Yeah, I mean, the details in Animal Kingdom are just ridiculous. So Very much so. I mean, in, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess that's your turn now. That's right. Uh, the next one that I'll take from uh, that would actually be, let's see here. 
the Roger Rabbit cartoon <gasps> spin. That's on mine, too. Come on. Are you serious? It's okay. Go ahead. The Roger Rabbit cartoon spin from Toontown in Disneyland is so incredibly detailed and themed. Uh, really takes you into Toontown and all of the antics of... Uh, the tunes. The to- Yeah, the tunes. All of the different tunes and Jessica Rabbit and... Uh, baby herman and all of that and it kind of goes through the the seedy back alleys of yeah. of toontown and yeah uh, i was gonna so say in my section of that that even if you haven't seen who framed roger rabbit going through that queue you really get sort of the feel of that movie and who's who and you know what's who's doing mm-hmm. what kind of stuff that's another cue similar to um, I forget the other one we said, but if you're waiting there a long time, like there's plenty for you to look at yeah. and do, and that can be a very slow moving cue yeah, for some it reason. Does, it does tend to move pretty slow, but that's okay because. <laughs> but yeah, there's something around every corner, dark and, and at one point, you know, you could see where the dip kind of yes. uh, um, kind of spilled over, and it kind of disintegrated <clears throat> a lot of the tunes and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, you can there's a lot of um, you can see Baby Herman in there is kind of betting on the horses and things like <laughs> yeah. that and you can see the weasels going around uh trying to find roger and that kind of thing and at one point you can even see the uh the ride vehicles um yes. doing their spinning thing and so, so you can see what's going to happen to you soon that's right <laughs> so that's a very 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 well detailed you can also case. lose track of time and like yeah, especially since, all concept of since it's uh, in space the and time. inside mm-hmm. and you don't even see the sun. <laughs> you come out and you're like, wait, have I been in there for three hours? <laughs> it seems that way, yeah. <laughs> but so. it's always, you know, something fun to look at. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they're keeping that around. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that, of course, can also be found at Tokyo Disneyland. I had no idea. Well, you will. I've done very little research, as I mentioned. Uh, well, uh, that was quick then, so I guess it's back to me. Yes. Um, I'm going to go on to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad Ooh. in Magic Kingdom again. Okay. Because, <clears throat> I mean, there's not yeah, much of a queue a in Disneyland. Like, it's pretty to look at, but it's not, you know, earth-shattering. No? No. It, it's not, <laughs> I know you it's, love it all. I, I love it all just because of <clears throat> it going through the area. Right. But a few years back here in Magic Kingdom, we got a redo of our yes, queue. Um, and in it, there was a lot of interactivity added. You can do things where you set off dynamite explosions my on the ride. So <laughs> um, they're not always working. It seems like there's a lot of issues every now and then. Well, but I think you just kind of have to prime it first yeah. and get it set. And then as the car goes by, you can set it off and kind of surprise the folks on the ride that's another one of those things where you have to decide what you want to do either getting on the ride quicker or playing with what's on there yeah and i had a couple of things um that fit into that as well like i'm not going to do a whole number of them because we have to keep this you know (laughs) not three hours long but things like the dumbo queue and that was redone and the haunted mansion queue and the winnie the pooh in Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. These are all ones where you can, you know, do that part of it and um, join the line again when you're right. ready. It's not something that you have to be like, oh, no one can go in front of me because I'm playing with this gross honey wall and need <laughs> <I'm> to. <laughs> <some bees. laughs> exactly. Um, and 
I mean, I really, well, I'll get to the Haunted Mansion one yet later because that might be on your list. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but going back to the Big Thunder Mountain, um, there was also a lot of fun details added, like the portrait of mm-hmm. Barnabas T. Bullion, That's who looks right. something like Tony Baxter, which a little bit. is strange. Just like Harrison Hightower, we forgot to mention, looks like Joe Rohde. That's true. It's funny how that worked out. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, and there's all sorts of fun little posters for that. You know, if you were a miner back then working on the Big Thunder Mountain, you would see like places to stay where you can get some vittles, um, people <laughs> that are performing, things like that. So yes. it's a lot of fun details, just backstory kind of putting you in the moment and then these new interactive elements yeah, as my well. My favorite the, in the new parts is that they actually show what, like a map of all the different mines and it's so yeah. intricate and then of course you can see the little canaries yes that, uh, that's a fun part that have gone down into the mines some of which are <laughs> a little worse for wear <laughs> yes and that's fun but also i what i really like about that queue and, and this kind of goes for the one in disneyland in tokyo and and all of that in paris is all of the props that are mm. kind of scattered throughout the attraction are actual authentic uh, mining props that they wow. that the Imagineers have obtained over the years from ghost towns and things like that, and kind <laughs> of just scattered them throughout. And so they're really authentic um, mining materials. That's that, very cool. That one would find in that kind of place. So I also like the fact that I mean I don't I think this was not a new thing. In the queue for Magic Kingdom, you can always have that great view oh, yeah. of the mountain and the trains going on. We used to do a lot of back when tilt shift photos were the all the rage That's right. you and i would do dueling instagrams to get that train going uh, and then making, i know that was fun we should do another one of those to commemorate That's right. this funny. episode <laughs> all three of us, like, do that yeah now. exactly mm-hmm. we should go back because um, we have to try out but, all like, these cues that we're talking like, about we would have edited back then I know. So many filters. filters. Oh my gosh. When I look at my old Instagrams, they're so like (laughs) yellow and like weird or like pink. Very odd filters. Burnt around the edges. Yeah. With all the frames. Like who uses frames now? Anyway. I did. Back to our. But I mean. But I guess what I was going to say is that does kind of go for each of the ones also in Paris and and Tokyo, as well as Disneyland and Magic Kingdom. It's. Just the fact that the queue goes pretty deep within mm. the the ride, very close to where the ride goes through. And then, of course, at Disneyland also has the the mining town of Rainbow Ridge. Yes, that's that right. I forgot well. about that. So that is so. a fun that you can see that if you go to Rancho del Zocalo mm-hmm. as well. That's right. Um, and we always, if we eat there, we'll sit like right next to the Big Thunder Mountain that's section. Right. So you can hear the talking in mm-hmm. Rainbow Ridge and stuff like that. Ooh. Good times. Good ones. All, right. All right, back to your turn. Well, let's see here. I will go ahead and... You have so many on your list. I really do. I have to choose. But I think what I'm going to go ahead and do is uh, do a little bit of redemption because I'm... Um, uh-oh. I'm doing a visual. <laughs> yeah. If you're not watching on YouTube, you can see it there. That's a yeah. lot. Sorry. Um, because there might have been some um, bad will, if you will, when I did my previous top ten list. But I assure you that I very much enjoy this attraction. And I'm going to go ahead and throw it on my top 10 Q's attraction. That is uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pirates because you talked about... <gasps> well, <laughs> okay. I do have another one, so... Yeah. Um, but no, that 
I really very much enjoy that queue, and I think I would lump in with that queue, of course, the Millennium Falcon that's right outside the area there, and how authentic that is, and how huge and massive it is, and you essentially, when you go through the queue, you go all the way around it, and you get to see all of the ins and outs of the Millennium Falcon, and then eventually you're going to board the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. But then even just going through that uh, area kind of right after that, you kind of see uh, some some of the rocks that got bored through with the giant uh, machines, mm. which is very That's uh, true. thrilling to me. <laughs> but then also that uh, big room where they're kind of working on some... Uh, spaceships yeah. and I also like the the background um, tracks that they have going through there where there's some guys talking oh yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah there's some really funny ones I have not heard them all because I've only been on that attraction just a few times but I do go more than me a couple times I actually but had I, that on my list and then forgot to transfer it over when I rewrote oh, my yeah. list so <laughs> it was kind of a eh, yeah it's a cool cue to me yeah. like it's not overwhelmed i guess because of they're trying to make it realistic to yes. you know that but planet I mean, and etc so it's not like super exciting but there are fun but there are thrilling exciting detailed. parts yeah well like when you finally do get into the pre-show which i would call part of the queue okay yeah you got that amazing scene ahead including the audio animatronic of and i can never remember his oh, name hondo, hondo. onaka yes onaka <laughs> Which is a phenomenal animatronic, uh, and he's he's a very comedic character because I think he's really out for profits and not so much many anything else. He's, he's voiced by Jim Cummings. Did you know that? I did not know that. I looked well, it there up because I thought he was voiced by um, Tony Shalhoub. I thought he kind of <laughs> sounded like that, and then I looked it up and it was he Jim Cummings. I'm looks like, wow, more he like really Tony does Shalhoub everything. Than, than he sounds like him, but that's okay. You take that back, <laughs> sir. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but and, and then, then also you have the table with the chess set as well. Well, That's I was like going to say before that, during that scene, when the when you actually kind of see the Millennium Falcon coming in for a landing, mm. that whole room shakes like there's no business. Like uh, hmm. they have the base kind of turned up to true. 12 and that's just amazing. Hmm. And then of course everything connects and so you can then board the Millennium Falcon to go on your miss mission. And then yeah, when you do get onto the Millennium Falcon, yeah, they do have that scene, the little ch fun chest. And that's mm -hmm. essentially a lot of uh, people's kind of dreams. They've seen it in the movies and now they're actually physically on the actual set of the Millennium Falcon. Can you imagine and if they did a photo pass thing there that was like a magic shot that oh added the holographic Or you could be playing chess, chess with pieces. Chewie or something like that. But also Probably what's weird, <laughs> in there, I think there's like three or four porg nests Yes, there's quite a throughout. few. I guess they've kind of taken over yeah. and uh, have uh, settled <laughs> in, which is kind of I really fun. want a porg animatronic. Like, we need one of those one, yeah. in there. Maybe they're working on I it. I think if they had one, though, Chewie would probably catch it and cook it. Well, I think he made friends with them at the end. So. But also, you remember earlier in the scene, you, you could see the little porg yeah, uh, foot, the feet. The little footprints that he's when he walked through some mm -hmm. of the oil. And actually they even used one of the uh, droids as kind of like an, a, a place just to store tools. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they <laughs> do that funny. out in the marketplace, yeah. too. So, yeah. So, I want to, you know, I actually like <clears throat> this attraction. So, please. Okay. You're allowed to. Put it back. Uh, okay. That brings it to me again. 
Yeah. I'm going to take this one that I know is on your list. No. Which is Jungle Cruise. <gasps> oh. Uh, both for me anyway, Magic Kingdom and Disneyland. I do prefer the queue in Disneyland because it's two stories. You have that fun animatronic bird, which I have no idea. Was he like original to the park? No. Okay. Well, he's he's cool and I like him. Um, Seems like he could be though. Yeah. And it really takes you out of whatever you've, wherever you've come from and puts you back into, I think it's the forties is the time frame there. Yes. You have like Something 40s like music, radio type thing, 30s or 40s. Thing, 30s or like 40s. Yeah. Um, the same time frame. That's why I also like the Disneyland one better because it's right next to Indiana Jones. Yes. And it's kind of all interconnected. So the cue, I mean, it's not really, but the cue for Indiana Jones is playing that kind of radio music outside. So are you where lumping the, that attraction in with this? I'm not, but I can if you want me to. <laughs> we can lump <laughs> it because that's on my list too. Well, um, if I believe you're on your fifth. Am I? I'm done? So we, you might as well you know go ahead and do more it. than five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll <laughs> see how much time it takes, but we can go fast at the end. So you have the music, um, which really sets the tone. And then Jungle Cruise, of course, has like fun signs and little puns oh, yeah. along the way. In addition to, you know, on the walls, um, weird bugs and former skipper crews photos and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. It really sets the scene and sets the tone for the attraction. Very much so. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you get a good skipper, it just follows through with that yeah. whole thing. And yeah, when they rethemed the 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 jungle, the actual boats, kind of when they opened the Indiana Jones attraction, it kind of all looks the same, mm. and with that same uh, kind of canvasy. Oh um, yeah, because they used to be the striped. Yeah, they used to have the awnings with the when it first opened. Bright red, green, yeah. or blue, stri- or even sometimes yellow stripes. There's this little guy. That's right. So how does that uh, lump in then with well, Indiana Jones? Well, with Indiana Jones, I mean, it's that was definitely on my list. Yeah. But if you take it, then okay. I can. Have a <laughs> we can combine <laughs> for space and time. Because this is um, definitely one that needs to be on everyone's yeah, list. Yeah, I I do like how when you exit. Indiana Jones attraction you can see the Jungle Cruise boats going by I have a story regarding that which I'll save until the end Um, and you have the super detailed queue of Indiana Jones which is around the same time frame so you have like I said the same fun music that is playing there's an Mm -hmm. old radio hooked up to a generator which if you listen to background music at all like that's one of my favorite background music loops because it's got the generator whirring in the background Mm -hmm. of everything the whole time and it's like such a weird detail that like makes sense and it's it doesn't have to be there but they did so it makes it more authentic that generator is really the coolest thing because in addition to doing that it's powering the lights or at least it's trying to that goes throughout the entire queue and if you look You'll see that the lights that are actually strung throughout the queue, just as like Indiana Jones would kind of place there mm-hmm. in order to kind of explore these caves, in order to see any of these things. Otherwise, they would be in complete yeah. darkness. You'd have to string lights along. Mm-hmm. And the fact that j- the generator's not quite powered up the way it should be, the lights are kind of going in and out. Uh, yeah. based on the, I guess, the strength of the generator that's going at the time. So that's just a really cool detail yeah. that goes throughout. And 
you're following the path and the footsteps of Indiana Jones, but he's, mm-hmm. you know, been there before and of course gotten rid of all the booby traps and whatnot and that many. would have killed you many times over <laughs> had you tried to do this path yeah. first. I mean, first he comes across that one stone that literally has on four sides uh, four different uh, bad fates that could come ah, across yes. you uh, if you do things wrong, including being burned alive or eaten by snakes or mm-hmm. have pikes yeah. pierce you. So It's very uh, reminiscent of all of the films to yes. be put into that part. And of course... You know, the one room that has the giant bamboo pole, which when it ah, first yes. opened, I guess the ceiling actually yeah. moved a little. Oh, yeah. I've I, never I, seen you've it You've actually seen it. It, it sometimes it works. It makes noise every now and but then. But yeah, what they had basically a bunch of bamboo poles kind of holding up the thing. You'd see these uh, poles in the, in the ceiling, and this one bamboo pole that just happened to be a little bit too close <laughs> to the queue, you could kind of wind it around, and if you did it just so... The whole room, you'd hear a giant uh, noise like the ceiling was about to fall. Uh, and then spikes would come down and you'd see that a little bit. <laughs> and you would die. Essentially. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, no. But that used to work. And, it, and basically, it took a couple of minutes to reset. And so every now and uh. again, you could... Uh, you'd find a bunch of people that hadn't seen this trick mm. before. And you could would maybe out. startle them I by would definitely activating freak out. it. Uh, and then as you get closer in, uh, you get to the part with the movie, which is a fun area Mm -hmm. to see what you can and can't do and not to look in the eyes of Mara. That's right. And all that. But even that is an authentic, uh, 1930s, 40s style film. Very cool. A lot of props in there. Just a really cool space. And when you think about what the the whole purpose of this queue is, because they were adding this whole attraction, and Disneyland is so small, there was absolutely no place to put it. So they put it in the parking lot. (laughs) And in order to get us into the parking lot, they had to make a super long winding queue that essentially went in between the Jungle Cruise and uh, I believe Pirates of the Caribbean. And that's all it is. It's just yeah. a way to essentially leave the park and get into the giant show building. Uh, but It is a long trek. In, in order to do that, <laughs> it has to be long. Yeah. And so they really added a lot of fun details. I really like the caves, too, with the yes, bat guano. bat guano and bat and noises. It's fun. That's right. And then when you leave, um, you wind your way out, and then you start to see if it's daylight. You can see yeah. light coming in, and then you can see the jungle cruise to your right. Um, here's my quick story. When I first visited Disneyland for the first time in 2012, I think, nope. 2011. Yep. Okay. So I went on <laughs> Indiana Jones with a bunch of people and it was nighttime and we left the queue area and you're walking down the path here. And then it was just like, you know, darkness or whatever. And as we're walking out to the right, suddenly a light comes on and people all like scream and it was the jungle cruise and people were on the boat with the light off because i guess you can turn <laughs> the headlight of the boat off and they purposely were trying to scare people that were leaving the oh queue my goodness and like i said that was the first time i had ridden the ride i had no idea what to expect it instantly wow. became my favorite ride because of oh. that drop and the rock coming towards you and i was like wow that was so cool <laughs> but i was a little shaken because it was just like a lot 
had happened, That's and right. then I was petrified of that light from the Jungle Cruise boat. So I actually did not know that that story was coming. Yeah. I thought it was going to be. I never heard that story before. I thought oh, it was really? going to be that we you had seen a cat there I, once. That's what I thought well, was. yes, that's also a good place to see some Disneyland cats because they like to climb up on the rocks there. But yeah, the, no, that was my. I think Amanda Tinney was with me oh. on that first ride. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I was Very traumatized cool. by a jungle boat, jungle cruise boat. Okay, but I mean, I would say that. Um, to kind of tag along on that, um, the just uh, since I had been on to the one in Tokyo as well, which is the um, the uh, skull. I cannot uh, remember the name the of it. Crystal skull. Yes, that's right. I actually used the the name for the for the fourth movie. Ah. Um, there's a lot of really neat new things in there as well, including a giant room with a giant idol that you walk past mm. and so even though when the tokyo disney sea opened that was literally the only attraction that had been in a previous park before was the indiana jones mm. attraction it was themed differently than the one at disneyland so essentially it was new even though it was the same ride system and so. of course the same track as dinosaur that's right and when i finally figured <laughs> was told that I you was like, believe it. no, there's no <laughs> way. And then I rode a couple, I rode both rides a couple of times, and I realized, yeah, it is the same. And I guess the thing that confused me was, because I know in Indiana Jones, there's that one scene where actually you go underneath the bridge that you've mm -hmm. just been on. But when you do that in Dinosaur, you don't see mm. the, the cars that go ahead of you, uh, on top of you. So that is a fun fact. Fun fact. Yes. All right, we're moving on to your... Is this your fifth? It is my fifth, We've but I still track. have so many. Well, um, but you know we'll what? We'll do I'm, honorable mentions. Oh yes, there will be many of those. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to go a little bit simple here. I'm still con between two, but I guess I'll go Pirates of the Caribbean. That's on my list. Which is a a classic attraction. And I guess if you had to choose the ultimate one, that would be tough. As far as cues <laughs> go, between Paris. And the Magic Kingdom. I can't compare them. But that's okay. But to be honest, I think the my favorite thing is not in either of those, but at Disneyland. And that even, you know, there's that whole <coughs> new queue uh, area that Tony Baxter developed when they had to redesign that whole area right. to put in Fantasmic. It, used to just be walking it was just the front a whole door, right? yeah, it was a whole I never flat experienced that, but I've seen photos and it was went, like, wow. It went all the way from the the edge of Rivers of America all the way up to the door. Hmm. For Pirates of the Caribbean it was just concrete. Wow. Um, but because of Fantasmic and all of the crowd control that they had to put in and be able to manage crowds that were going to appear for that it show. It is a crazy place they, during Fantasmic. Tony came up with that idea to have that bridge go over the queue. Um, and it's actually quite ingenious. Um, but in addition to that, to me, and this ta really takes me back to my childhood, entering those doors and just seeing the boats right there mm -hmm. and smelling the water right there. I agree. That is the <laughs> best thing ever. And so they do also have that in Tokyo. Hmm. But what's different about that is they have the unload at Tokyo the same way they do it at the Magic Kingdom. So all of the guests 
when they go up the or the, all of the guests have already left the boat and w- before the oh. boat comes up the waterfall, if you will. <laughs> and so when you enter that same area in Tokyo, the boats are still right there, but they're all empty. What's happened to the people? Exactly. They've but, been taken away. So to me, that is the best thing. It's just because it really takes me back to my childhood. Mm. But going through the um, Castile del Moro. Uh, in the Magic Kingdom is still really cool. There's a lot of fun details, yeah. including the pirates, or I guess the pirate skeletons playing chess, mm-hmm. uh, all of the little hidden details, the barrels, the cannonballs, and all of that. It is a fun queue. I had both of them on my list because I do love them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always nice to get into that area on a hot day <laughs> oh, because <yes>. it's just <laughs> cool and air-conditioned, and there is, you know, fun stuff to look yeah. at um i do honestly though prefer disneyland just because of oh, yeah. the setting i mean i never experienced the original but just going through and being in new orleans square which is my yes. favorite section um i love that part and i love walking in and then seeing the water and the boats and the little which are literally right there yeah it's super fun and then i mean it's not the queue but you can see blue bayou so I that's mean, right. I do prefer and that. You go Pirates, to Lafitte's Landing with the interesting yeah, spelling, where it's right. a little bit different than the, the Lafitte's one anchor outside. That's <clears throat> right. Um, I'm trying to think of what else about the one here. In the Magic Kingdom, you mean? Yeah, I mean, there's the chess thing. I do like right when you are loading um, at the one here too, because there's that fun well, yeah, like, background. Yeah, well, first off, it used to be that you could choose your side. Be- yeah, long that's Long before true. they do fast pass, and so. You you know one side I knew would always be longer, but you sometimes would have to go through there just just to experience mm-hmm. it, and so just the fact that each side is different was cool. Um, they've kind of do it differently now because they've added fast pass, and so it's a little wonky. And so some things you won't see unless you go one with a fast pass or mm-hmm. not. I'm still not completely sure about that about which one's best, but I do know that when you go on that right side, there is that where you walk past that cave where you can hear the pirates digging, digging and digging, trying to get that treasure. Hmm. And they never seem to get it. Wow. Because they keep digging. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> one day they'll get that treasure. Hmm. But then also the one in Paris is just really neat. Uh, so many different turns and things like that that go all different ways. And they do have, it's not called the Blue Bayou, but they do have a restaurant in there as well. That's hmm. well, I can't remember the name of it. But it's there, and it's a little bit more Caribbean in feel, hmm. um, more tropical than the one in Florida, I think. But it's still just really neat. And then the ride itself is completely bonkers. But we're not talking about rides right now. We're talking about cues. All right. So had to throw that one in there. <coughs> yes. Is it back to me? I mean, well, we're, we're beyond 10 at this that point. That is right? now All right. 10. I will do quick. It's more than 10. It's way more than oh, 10 because we lumped a lot together. Yeah, I guess we did do that. I'm going to do just a few on my list. Sure. And then we can go back and forth. Because I do have um, the Enchanted Tiki Room on both coasts. Mainly the one in Disneyland. Disneyland is, of course, better because it has the fun They have that, ori- that fun in our original show and the Tiki's and the gods, yes. I love it. I love that they haven't changed the voices yeah. and that it's, you know, such a cool old school. And even that little pre-show that talks about the Hawaii, you know, how the... Yeah, they recently the, changed that one. Yeah, they did one. change it, but it it's still be... kind of 
authentic and original. And they have dole you know, pineapple. You can have dole whip and bring it in with you there, yeah. which is really cool. I really like that ride. I do it's too. A good one. It's fun. Um, <laughs> that was one of my rides that <laughs> wasn't a ride; it was an attraction. But oh, that's well. okay. Um, and then the one here has always been different and not as elaborate, but it's still fun. I always liked the setup of you know the different. Mm-hmm. ramps that you could choose to be on essentially and the that's water. old school magic kingdom yeah exactly back to 1971 and so. you have that fun you know tiki pagoda situation in the mm-hmm. beginning that's fun to take a photo looking directly up at i still don't think i've ever done that i mean i don't think i've ever even looked up it before really i've seen so many photos like i'll I show need you to a look. photo yeah you do um Let's see. I, I'm just going to keep going. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I'm sure I'll, these are on your list, too. I'll fill in the blanks. I also have uh, Haunted Mansion on both coasts. Yes. And I had mentioned briefly the Haunted Mansion here has the brand new, well, not brand new. It's been a while now. <laughs> it feels new still. Um, interactive queue, mm-hmm. which you can bypass and not even yeah. do, which I think was an ingenious idea because a lot of people just want to get on the ride but i think you're doing a disservice if you do skip it just to be able to get onto the ride faster well, sometimes and, you just but i mean wanna... if you haven't seen that part you should you should check it out at yeah, least once definitely um so that's fun but i do also enjoy the haunted mansion queue in disneyland mm-hmm. even though it's completely different their little graveyard scene is completely different they have a lot more fun Yes. Gravestones, I think. And just like going around the back to get into the front of the mansion part. Right. And it's like the old Southern style mansion is really cool. And, and that little pet cemetery that's yeah, right there in the Exactly. Too. With the cat and the skunk and all that fun stuff. And once you get inside the Disneyland <laughs> mansion, there's sections that are on the ride of the one here, um, which you get. To see a little more up close, like, you know, that hallway with the portraits yes. you're walking yeah. through yeah, instead technically of... Technically, that's part of the queue. Yeah, and the moving Absolutely. busts is also part of the queue. And then, mm-hmm. of course, that's all different during Haunted Mansion Holiday. That's right. Um, all different. So, yeah, I really like both of those queues, and they're different, but still good. And then you can <laughs> lump Phantom Manor in with that, which is completely bonkers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but. someday I'll see that. <laughs> I've never been. Um, I just have a couple more, I guess. Okay. Um, in Disneyland, in Fantasyland there, the Snow White Scary Adventures is mm. a fun queue. It's not, you know, it's just like fun it's stuff to short. look at. But yeah, they do have that tiny little, kind yeah. of the little crypt area and, and the apple. Yes, it's just fun. And none of the other dark rides really have much of a cute like interactive cue to look at in there um by contrast our peter pan's flight here yeah, recently got a new cue mm-hmm. which i'm kind of torn on because it's really f- cool and i love looking at it and it definitely you know takes up the time that you would just be bored waiting to <laughs> ride this because it's usually a very long wait um but it kind of in my opinion takes you out of the story of the ride because you're already seeing you're not it's not setting you up for the ride. yeah you're already seeing their rooms even though you're gonna fly into one of the rooms and you're seeing nana 
It's just that's a it's good set point. up a I little weird. And that. I yeah, I've always said that when I walked through it. Mm. Also, the fact that it's like so detailed yeah. and like Tinkerbell is flying through and you can see her little magical pixie dust. And then you get on the ride and it's like it hasn't changed in, you know, <laughs> 45 years. Huh. It's kind of. I never uh, thought about that. I yeah. think they were just kind of like, okay, we get I mean, to redo I, the yeah, queue, I, so let's let's really do it up. But right. not, they didn't really think <clears throat> about how it uh, felt or fit in with the ride itself. Yeah, it's I mean, I appreciate separate. it on its own. It's just kind of that's a very good a point. weird juxtaposition. Imagineers, what say you? Well, anyway, um, <laughs> other honorable mentions for me are the Monsters Inc ride in California Uh, Adventure has a a lot of fun puns with the little vending machine and things like that. Um, Same with the Muppets movie, 3D, Uh, Muppet Vision 3D, tons of puns. And it's like you're, you know, backstage at the Muppet show with the (laughs) level of fun little nods and details and puns. Mm -hmm. Um, I think lastly for me would be the Frozen ride. I would agree. Which... Again, this is a case of where the queue is almost better than the ride as far as Ooh. detailing and stuff goes because you get to walk through, you know, the little sauna and yeah. the whole thing. Woo-hoo. Uh, I mean, the ride is fun. It's just short. It's amazing how much detail and kind of kind of uh, placemaking, if you yeah. will, in such a tiny amount right. of space. Yeah, you're really just like in a sort of, you know, outdoor courtyard area yeah. and walking through. <clears throat> um, That's a good one. I lied. I don't have. I have a couple more. That's it. Go ahead. <laughs> Honorable mention again would be Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh yes. Which they've kind of they've done away with a few of the which interactive is games, but it's just because of where it is and it's like set back and you're down a little. Yeah, just from the, fact the main that walkway. The, I like um, it for that. Yeah. It's a good mood that they set, and you yeah. walk by the. That it's a whole, Snow White's you know, house it has rock work <clears throat> and things like that, and it's in the middle of the new fantasy land. It's yes. A good one. And then I had written down Toy Story Mania and Slinky Dog Dash, but you know, it's just toy stuff. So it it's, fun. Stuff, it's, a, it's fun. It's it's great they and do well. Have the Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, it's well detailed and stuff like that, but it's not like mind-boggling. I think originally it was, but yes. That's <laughs> and that's point. it. I'm done. Okay. I well, have nothing else to say. Let me say. just go through a, a <laughs> few of my honorable mentions, then, if you will. The first one I wrote was Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Because it has essentially like the That's whole history. Almost cheating. Really? <laughs> it has. I mean, it's not a queue. It's just like a waiting area. Didn't you just say that about what? Which one am I thinking of that that she just said? I didn't cheat at that all. That was a show. Tinkerbirds, birds, maybe. Yeah. Well, kind of like along the lines of that, but that's okay. I'm just right. defending myself. It has kind of <laughs> like a little museum of the history of Disneyland, which to this me is, is true. super cool. Plus, it, it has changes that, out. the White House in yes. there as well as uh, like that little little fun little movie about statues. even just how they got Royal Dano to do the voice of uh, Mr. Lincoln. So that one. All right. I'll give it to you. Thank you. I want to throw in there also Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, to, when it first came out, was just really cool because it had a lot of really awesome rock work. This is both the one at Disneyland and the one in um, Magic Kingdom. But to me, the best one is actually in Tokyo. It goes deeper into the mountain, and there's a one point where you actually kind of you kind of curl down quite a, a lot of levels all the way down to the load area. 
you can it's right in the middle wow. of the mountain it's just amazing hmm. so for really cool rock work i wanted to throw in splash mountain okay i thought about splash mountain but i and i'm going to include matterhorn bobsleds and one might think wait what? i almost did that because i know what you're going to say but go ahead <laughs> really <laughs> yeah, oh ahead. i think well, i know i know what you're thinking i was going <laughs> to say but i'm not going to say that <laughs> to me it was just cool just to be able to be right along right next to the mountain right by the rocks and you could walk, look up and see you know at different vantage points the uh waterfalls the waterfalls and the and bobsleds going in and out of different caves and you'd hear the the yodeling and sometimes you'd see hans and otto <laughs> climbing the majestic matterhorn and hearing the growling of oh that's right the the occasional snowman. growling of the abominable snowman it was just cool just to be right alongside the rock. They've actually changed the queue up there a little bit, but it's still, I think it still applies. Um, I thought you, you were say? just going to say that. It, no, not even that. Just that you, it was outside the whole attraction and you yeah. could look around you the whole time. Yeah. That's all. That was so. just kind of like what I said. I know so, you. Okay. <laughs> yes, you really do. I should not have doubted you. Um, anyway, uh, you said the Monsters, Inc. Riding Ghosts, or... Wait, Not Monsters Inc. Seek. But the one in Tokyo. No, no. I've never been to it. Oh, I've, yeah. It's always closed. When you I go. was at Tokyo two different times and two different uh, years, two different times of the year, and both times the Monsters Inc. ride was closed. It was the only ride closed. So I've actually never encountered that. Okay. So I have no idea. It, <laughs> cool cue. It, it probably is. Why did I'll we bring it, it up <laughs> Because I'll bet it really is cool. Okay. And I well, just don't know. Well, that's kind it. of a given with yeah. stuff in Japan. Yeah, sure. But I would also say then um, in California Adventure, Radiator Springs Racers. I almost said that one too. Only because of how authentic the whole town is uh, to the actual story. But it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I've been on that when it was a very, very long wait as yeah. well. And I was kind oh, of yeah. like, okay, That's I wish true. there was more to look but at. I or like see that you actually see the actual Radiator Springs. Yes, that's of fun. The, the town got its name from yeah. right there. Um, I would say Soarin' Over California. In California is cool because it has the history of <laughs> you have always history said of aviation from California standpoint. Agree to disagree. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. I like the history of the aviation, and it's got great themed music, especially from the right stuff. But uh, let's see, we already said those things. Uh, We've gone so over 10. I wanted to add Carousel of Progress just because it has the oh my video gosh. of We Walt were joking Disney. about this before we started recording. And but I said, it's the only one that has a history, uh, the little video of Walt Disney. So Here's a pro tip. You can stand there and watch the video without waiting in the queue. Okay. But why would you want to do that? Okay. Because okay. it is a fun ride. So. <laughs> the one in uh, Finding Nemo at, uh, at Epcot is fun. Hmm. A okay. little bit. Kind of goes through some underwater things. I'll allow that. I really like that one. I would say mm. Test Track, both the original and current. Um, but I think the I original one was better. I feel like that's a better. different it's a, It has a, definitely category. a weird vibe. Yeah. I'm talking about the queue. No, I know. I'm saying like everything we've talked about has been like incredible details yes. or interactivity. That's which why this has interactivity, but... That's it. No, I'm not talking about the new. T I, I think I'm talking more about the, the, like old the test one? dummies and all that. Mm. Although that that music was very monotonous. And yeah. Ooh. But <laughs> still very monotonous. <laughs> but it's 
To me, I like it. Okay. Um, I wanted to add the great movie ride, which no longer exists, oh, but was a great cue because. Well, that'll have to be for a extinct attraction. And that episode. movie that you got to see. I know. Great. Rest in peace. Uh, I would throw. Mm, I was gonna say a rock and roller coaster. No, I'm gonna take that. <laughs> uh, for kay. those of you keeping score at home, he's taking. I'm it gonna say dinosaur. Yeah, I was asking about. people online, and I got two mentions for dinosaurs. So. One of whom was actually from Aladar, the the dinosaur that you yes. get. So, um, <laughs> but that's really cool. Even the little museum part at the beginning, that's narrated by Bill Nye, the science guy, is a lot of fun. I'm going to throw in Sinbad's uh, storybook voyage at Tokyo Disney Sea. There's not really a lot of great detail in there, but it does have these amazing uh, paintings that show you the scenes that you're going to go through. And it's also the anticipation of seeing the greatest ride in Tokyo is yes. awesome. I so, hope to someday have that yeah, number one will, on my list. And it will be soon. Uh, let me see if there's anything else. Mm, you know, that might be it. Yeah, I'm going to say that that's all. Hey, what's your least favorite cue because i have mine uh why don't you tell me yours and it I'll is see if i can think the of. finding nemo submarine voyage in disneyland oh no that is That's such a, a long cue because oh, it takes forever to load it's such a good ride though it but okay okay I'm not the ride. no the cue and there's like nothing and it's one of those things where they have like those hurdy metal bits <laughs> so you can't even like lean up against the railing I it's guess. got those pokey things not a fan Okay. I've been there when it's been too hot to be waiting that okay. long. Okay, I guess so. you should always ride that when there's no <laughs> queue. Then I'm not a fan. Of, like that no, whole section, I was point. thinking of like Autopia when it's really hot and crowded. It's not funny. I think the only thing that's good about that queue is that you just get to see the submarines. Yeah, but sometimes you don't. You're all the way over looking. No, at no, but you always get to see the lagoon that they're floating through. I guess. Which is beautiful. <laughs> not a Matterhorn fan. in the background. Okay. Gorgeous. <laughs> I will. Yeah. And well. Go ahead. Let me just throw one more in there. It's just the kind of the Astro Orbiter, one of the Magic Kingdom, because you get to go through the gantry, which takes me back to my childhood. A lot of fun. Because that's, that's very unique. It's very unique because you definitely get to a, a point, a height that you just don't get to anywhere. And I really want to throw in the original <laughs> one at Disneyland. Uh, that's even better, but it's no longer there. So, Although we they should, can put it back. We should do a thing where, like, you do a long edit and then go back to Scott, <laughs> who's still listing attractions. I, yeah, I could do more, but I'm going to go ahead and start and say that this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it's always fun when we compare and contrast. Yes. We do have you, a lot of similar ideas. but You then had some on yours that I didn't even think of. And yeah. you had some that, oh, they were on my list. Absolutely. So, so that um, said. That was, that was good. We, of course, would love to hear from you with what your favorite cues yeah, are. I'm, I'm sure that we've probably even forgotten one or two. Probably. You're probably thinking, what about this one? Yeah. I had asked on Twitter and the Xanaland Facebook page earlier today oh, yes. to see what people were thinking. Um, but there wasn't any that were said that I didn't already have or think of, so okay. I didn't really mention them. And I probably mentioned so many in my That's true. You've covered them all. I probably covered the whole park. <laughs> Are all parks. And I, I should say uh, Shanghai was not listed on my parks because I've actually never been to Shanghai. Yeah, so if you so. think Shanghai has cool cues, let There's us know. Probably the Pirates there is probably pretty cool, I would guess, but I have not seen it. Maybe it's yet. terrible. It could Maybe be. it's just literally a single straight line to I'll the door. I'll bet it's not. 
Okay. Well, thank you for listening to episode number 10 or Yay. watching if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, thank you for subscribing and liking. We hope you will do that if you are not already to spread the word and Please share do. the love. Um, we love getting comments. We love yes, hearing please. what you think of the show. I know it takes a lot out of your day to actually take the time to bother to comment or respond. Yeah. Please um, comment on any of the media, whether <laughs> it be Instagram yes. or YouTube or on Twitter, Facebook, anywhere. Yeah. We appreciate we, every listener and every comment. So thank yes, you. Please. If this is your first time listening or you've listened to all 10 episodes, including this one, we would love you to spread the word and mm -hmm. let people know that you found a new podcast that you hopefully love. Um, if you have any ideas for future episodes, we'd love to hear those too. Absolutely. Um, so thank you again for listening and we've enjoyed having you up the waterfall. That's right. Up the waterfall. Anything can happen at Disneyland. <laughs>